0: My friends skip here January 1st 2024 8:45 a.m uh, had a wonderful night with some friends New Year's Eve was able to see midnight show arrive show up <laughs> the older I get the more difficult that becomes uh, so here I am about six and a half hours of sleep, which is fine for me. Uh, I think I pretty much have my domestic chores done, so I'm able to kind of sit around today, which is cool. So I greet you this day, and I, I hope for you a, a authentic and loving 2024. And I hope that that you plan on continuing the finding meaning journey with me, because I do count on you. I count on you to listen, and I appreciate you so much listening, not only last year, but planning to listen in the upcoming year. I'm going to, you know, this is take two of this particular episode, not because of the puppy you hear in the background, but because the topic that I want to start the year with is very complex, very complex, so if you will... uh. Forgive the cat and the dog fighting. Hala, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get to the topic. What I want to talk about today is our subconscious way of needing to complicate something as simple as love. You know, I'm going to tell you, folks, I just, I just put 18 minutes into a, a, a take of this podcast and I still wasn't sure I articulated it right. So I just erased it in and started over. Because it, this is a tough thing. This is a tough, uh, difficult thing to understand. Because what we're talking about, or what I'm talking about here, is the fact that we simply... Because of, because of the way we're trained, because of the way we're programmed, because of the way we're, we're programmed to think, we struggle with the simplicity of, of love, the simplicity of compassion, the simplicity of mindfulness, of generosity. We have to complicate it because for whatever reason, mostly the way we're programmed, we just can't understand, and I include myself in that statement many times, how it can be so simple. That there must be uh, more to it than just being love, showing compassion, being kind. When in fact, what complicates it, what, what can be complicating about it is the fact that our minds, our brains, the programmed part of us, can't allow the simplicity to just be it to be there. Uh, let me give you a, you know sort of the easiest definition of this is: conspiracy theories come from the need for humans to have more explanation than the obvious explanation when in fact all things being considered 99 percent of the time if not more the simplest answer is the right answer it's occam's razor it's an old philosophical notion all things being considered mm, far vastly more often than not the Simplest answer will be the answer. Because I, I'm convinced truth is found in that simplicity. But it's our struggle to do that that is so difficult. Let me give you a little story. I was in a conversation well, about a week ago. And uh, there was a person sort of lamenting about the nature of, of the war in Israel and in Gaza, which is, as of this podcast, still going on. And my retort was, well, you know, what's really a shame is that we can't learn to not hate each other. And the person I was talking to was silent for, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And then said, yeah, but, and then went on a 10-minute sort of explanation about the geopolitical, the religious aspects, all of this other stuff, in order to almost avoid the simplicity of that statement that I made. And I got to thinking about that, that that's what we do. You know, we, we take the simplest thing, right? Take the, the fact that people are killing each other wholesale <clears throat> in the world. And you know, the real question, as I shared with this person, the real question isn't the, the politics or the religious aspect. It's why we feel it necessary to hate Now, politics and religion are going to fit into that, but ultimately the the real question is, what is it in us that compels us to hate enough to kill each other? But what we do with the false reality we've been trained in, we've been programmed in, is we then put layer upon layer of context, false context, I might add, On top of that, to justify a belief, to justify the killing, to justify the political understanding or the religious understanding. Because we just can't deal, it doesn't seem like we know how to deal with the simplicity of something like that. And nor can we deal with the simplicity of... Love of kindness. I talk a lot about kindness, and I, I think people struggle because it's a very simple concept, right? Be a decent human, you know, buy someone's coffee, um, help people where you can, and help with healthy boundaries, but help people where you can. But even something like that is, we, we have to convolute it with, with the ways that we've been taught. Let me give you another example. One of the things that I dealt with when I was a pastor, one of the things I watch my wife deal with, because she's still a pastor, is people's needs. People will often come with legitimate needs. They can't make their rent, their family's living in a car, etc. Now, sometimes, you know, you do get people who are scam. They give you this long story, They you know, the, There's a lot of dishonesty in the world, there's no question, but there's also a lot of need. And what I found when I was a professional religious person was that often a church or a faith community struggled with, with just that simple level of kindness. They want a lot of people, most people, to be honest with you, would rather judge their people who are asking their worth. Well, they need to get a job, or they need to go ask someone else, or we just don't have it because we need to pay the light bill, or that money that's extra is actually ours. It, there's just, there, were, there always seemed to be a million reasons people would not help. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this story, it's a true story. That I I served a a congregation once that was near uh, a place where homeless people lived. And the homeless people began to trickle in. Some of them asked for stuff, some of them didn't. About a month into that, uh, the homeless people quit coming and I found out that someone had called the sheriff because they didn't want those people in the church. Despite Jesus saying, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth right uh, what you do to the least of me or the least of them you do to me he said despite those obvious simple teachings these people felt threatened they felt they were losing control they felt as though they were losing the power over their club if you will their their little uh, their little clique of people and so they took something as simple as being kind and they contextualized it with the false context of the false reality. I don't want to judge those people too harshly because we all do that. You know, it, we, we can't seem to process easily the simplicity of love and kindness and compassion we have to muddy that up, I guess, in order for us to have a conspiracy to think about or a judgment to make or something. It, it, that's the way we're programmed in the false reality. And I just want to keep us, I want, I want us always in finding meaning to keep that single-mindedness about simplicity of this. Are there conspiracies? Are there cabals of people who are doing no good? You better believe in the false reality. You better believe it. You better believe that, that when people think and function out of the false reality that we have collectively created through our egos, that there's all sorts of backstabbing and all sorts of nastiness going on. But, and here's the big but, once we discover within us the simplicity of that love, we put between ourselves and and that false context some space. And I'm convinced that once you've experienced that separation, once you can see that you really do have an authentic self that is not a part of the reality we've created, then you begin to understand that ultimately, uh, at least with with authenticity, with love, with real compassion and real sympathy, there can't be any backstabbing. There can't be any sort of conspiracy theories um, because love, real love does not allow it. It can't, lies and subterfuge and uh, manipulation and seeking control can't happen in the light of real love. Real love, real kindness, real compassion. Now, those terrible things like war and poverty backstabbing gossip that all happens in the context of the that that is the false reality and what we want to what i what i want to make clear this morning and i hope you can hear the emphasis in my voice is that when you discover who you truly are when we discover what it really means to be human when we begin to uncover the real kindness and the real love that we are, those things can't exist in you. Those two things cannot occupy the same space. Real love and the false self can't occupy the same space within you. Yeah, you still got to be a part of the world. But real kindness, real love is a completely different way it's 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 a completely um i'm struggling here with words it's a way of understanding reality that is true and where truth exists those sorts of lies and falsities can't now that's not to say we're going to be perfect hey don't put that on you don't put it on me ain't none of us perfect and some things that you know we because we don't know how to live out of real love, it it some things seem very foreign to us that are true. But ultimately, my friends, when kindness and compassion, is shown. Um, manipulation and control, and uh, heaping false context upon. The simplicity of those things, you know, we just see it for what it is. We just see it for what it is. And what, you know, the manipulation and the, the gossiping and the backstabbing and the hatred and the war and the poverty and all those things that we like to call human nature, what they really are, they are the false understanding of human nature. And what is true cannot exist in the same space as what is false. I hope that makes sense. It's a tough. It's a tough thing. It's a tough concept. Anyway, hey, have a great start to your year. And um, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you another episode tomorrow, probably. I, I think I should have time to do that. Anyway, take care. I'll see ya. Uh, see you tomorrow. Bye bye.